This is Back to Life, Ohio Right to Life's podcast. My name is Jamison Gordon, and I'm the Director of Communications and Marketing at Ohio Right to Life. Thanks so much for joining us. It's been a little while since we had a podcast out, and I just wanted to give you guys a little um, sneak peek into why it took us so long to get another podcast out. We have been working really hard on our legislative agenda for the 133rd General Assembly that just began a couple weeks ago at the Ohio State House. And Jessica and I went live on Facebook to explain each piece of legislation and why we're focusing on it. Um, the headlining piece of our legislation is the heartbeat bill. So I'm going to take that audio from the Facebook Live, and you guys can get a little bit of a sneak peek on why we are pursuing the six pieces of legislation that we're pursuing this year. So we are going live to tell you guys about our new legislative agenda. We're really excited um, to roll this out, and we wanted you guys to be able to see it on Facebook, watch it. Maybe you don't want to read all of the, the text about it, which is on our website, and there's a link um, in the post. But if you wanted to learn more about it, you can watch this video. Mm-hmm. So here we are. So like I said, Jessica is um, legislative director, um, so she does this. She'll be over at the State House lobbying for these bills, but I do get to communicate it, so you'll probably hear a little bit more from me. Um, people are talking about and the thing that um, most people are interested in is that um, a heart right to life is going to pursue the human heartbeat protection act aka the heartbeat bill yeah so do you want to tell a little bit about what this is about yeah so i'm super excited that we um we believe that the courts are ready that we move forward on this piece of legislation um this piece of legislation would ban abortion after a heartbeat can be detected um, via an abdominal ultrasound so that's generally between eight and 12 weeks. Um, and as we have recently found out from a recent Marist poll that found that 75% of three months of pregnancy, which is about 12 weeks, which is what this bill would do. There's a lot of public opinion um, support of this particular piece of legislation. And like Jessica said, you know, the, the court is probably the most receptive it's been to this kind of legislation. And just like we did with our pain-capable legislation, which would ban abortion uh, at 20 weeks for babies who can feel pain, that was in 2016. In 2018, we were pursuing the dismemberment abortion ban, which uh, banned that barbaric procedure. And now we're going to pursue the heartbeat bill and all with the same intent that we would be able to forward, A, pro-life policies that save lives, and B, send a, um, a piece of um, legislation to the Supreme Court that might overturn um, Roe versus Wade, you know? Yeah, so yeah. we just want to give them that opportunity. Um, so that's sort of the the goal with this and what we're seeing with uh, um, the heartbeat bill. And um, like I said, there's information on our website about um, about this legislation and um, who's going to be sponsoring it and who, how to reach out and all of that. So f- make sure to check out um, our website yeah. for that. I mean, Jameson's created great letters that you guys can email to your mm-hmm. legislators guys to be able to push this legislation because as much as it's my job at Ohio Right to Life to lobby our legislators, um, as constituents, you also have such uh, an opportunity to uh, influence your legislators and tell them your opinions because they truly want to know and they truly want to engage with you on these issues. Yeah, so we'll be rolling out more of that. We'll be rolling out the letters that you can send to people. We'll be rolling out um, possibly a petition, all of that. So, But we're going to need your guys' support because like Jessica said, this is a really important legislation um, that we're trying to work on. So that's the top of our legislative agenda, but that is by no means the only thing that we'll be
of six pieces of legislation that we're going to be really focusing on. Of course, there's going to be other pro-life bills that come up, um, but these are what we're starting off the legislative mm -hmm. uh, legislative GA or General Assembly with. This is our goal. Um, the next one on our list is a something we're bringing back, um, we're reintroducing, um, is called the Abortion Trafficking Prevention Act. This bill would close a loophole. Um, I think we've all seen um, some of the videos from Center for Medical Progress about um, abortion trafficking that's happening in the United States. And so this would close that loophole in Ohio that basically allows for the overcompensation of what we termed shipping remains um, of these babies. And, and obviously, this is a gruesome, horrible uh, uh, situation that we are seeing in America. And we want to make sure that that does not happen in Ohio, yes. that we do not participate in the trafficking of uh, aborted babies. That right. is clearly something that's unfathomable mm -hmm. um, when most people are aware of what's going on. Right. They do not want this happening in Ohio. So this ensures that this will not happen in Ohio. There will not be a market for the aborted remains of right. unborn babies. And this is a really another important piece of legislation send to your representatives and your senators in Ohio um, because this is going to be a piece of legislation we're really going to have to fight back against some pretty established forces because, quite frankly, uh, it's a lot easier if they have the ability to experiment on fetal tissue and to sell and, and get that money. And so yeah. we really want to fight against that, and we're going to need your help to do it. Because there's a lot of people who would assume that uh, these remains from abortions are necessary for research right. or um, those kinds of things. But we have seen again and again that that's simply not true, that mm -hmm. these things, that these remains aren't necessary, that we right. do not need to be continuing to violate these unborn children, right. um, that we're able to get a lot of stem cell research and all those right. kind of things from, from adult, adult stem cells yeah. that are actually way more effective mm -hmm. um, than Children. Right. So once again, important legislation that we hope that you guys will um, pursue with us. So the next piece that we're working on is another one that should be familiar. If you've been following what we've been doing legislatively for the last couple of years. Um, it's the Unborn Child Dignity Act. We spent a lot of time advocating on behalf of this legislation last year. Got really close to, to finishing, but um, we obviously had a hiccup and we ended up just pursuing the dismemberment bill. So this is um, Unborn Child Dignity Act, like I said. Um, and so what's important to remember, this actually goes pretty closely in hand with the legislation we were just talking about, um, because there is a place in Ohio law that says um, that aborted babies, um, their remains must be treated humanely well, you and, might, disposed of humanely. and disposed of humanely. And you might ask, what does humanely mean? And that is something that the code right now just really not. Um, it just it doesn't, doesn't address, address it. Yeah. yeah. And so that has led to, as our former attorney general and current governor um, discovered it in his research and his investigation, these two that they found right. um, uh, aborted unborn babies uh, being discovered in landfills in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And that's clearly not humane. Right. Um, so we're going in and we're defining what humane means by saying it means either that they be disposed of via uh um, I'm sorry, uh, uh, burial or cremation. Mm -hmm. Those are the two options. Right. And that gives the mother those options and additional informed consent about what is happening to her, mm -hmm. um, her unborn child after it is aborted. And I think hopefully gives a woman 
person. Right. Yeah, we think that, obviously, we've been uh, advocating for that for a while, and we think that's really important. And so we'll continue to advocate on behalf of that legislation as well, in addition to a couple new pieces of legislation that we're going to tell you about right now. So the telemed abortion ban is a really exciting piece of legislation. Um, It's something that's happening in a lot of states. Uh, It was spurred on at first because in Iowa in 2008, they started um, allowing chemical abortions to be prescribed via telemedicine. Mm -hmm. So a doctor would be um, on a video screen Mm -hmm. and after doing an examination via that video screen of the woman sitting in in the clinic, Mm -hmm. an abortion mill, that he with the prescription. And that's simply not acceptable. This is a very risky medication um, or chemical abortion. And this is not something that we should be prescribing lightly and especially not without an in-person examination. Right. The important thing to remember is that the FDA approves a certain amount of drugs each year. And this has been approved by the FDA. And it's called REAMS. And so it stands for Risk Evaluation Mitigation Strategies. Um, because um, reams are only given to about 5% of the drugs that FDA has ever approved. So it's not very common, and it, it proves that um, Mifeprex, which is that abortion regimen um, for the chemical abortion, is, is can be dangerous. Um, and to imply that you could just give that to a woman by sort of examining her, almost like we're talking to you, um, through a video screen, it just it doesn't seem appropriate for a drug that carries the risks that um, the Mifeprex drug does. Yeah, we really want to get out ahead of this here in Ohio. Um, as we have seen in places like California, mm-hmm. that they are trying to pres- you know allow this prescription drug to be ad- uh, administered, I would say, right. yeah. via a uh, vending machine on, on college campuses. Um, and obviously, yeah. we were not... We would fight that tooth and nail from ever happening in Ohio. But this is something that's becoming a cultural norm. And we want to educate the public about what is happening and Mm -hmm. why this is not a safe drug. Right. Yeah. So once again, another piece of legislation that we're going to need your help on. Um, It's really important. We sort of laid out, you can see how this would be a pretty risky practice in Ohio and why we want to nip it in the bud. Another piece that we're um, going to put forward, and this is something we've done in the past and something we're excited to do again, um, we are going to be advocating on behalf of the Ohio Parenting and Pregnancy Support Act. So this is something that goes into um, the budget each year, and we want to be able to allocate, basically, the budget, this act would um, allocate federal TANF, which is Temporary Assistance for Needy Families, dollars to pregnancy centers um, in Ohio. So you can go on our website, but we have a list of all the pregnancy centers that have received the funds in the past, including um, PDHC in Columbus, Elizabeth New Life Center, Heartbeat of Toledo, and a couple others. Um, that And they get to use this money to, um, in various ways to bring in more clients, to give more resources and more support to women who are in um, pregnancies and are, that are facing um, those crises. Yeah. So yeah. this is a really awesome way of supporting programs that are on the front lines mm-hmm. every single day that are doing um, the proactive work of helping women and families mm-hmm. who right. find themselves in difficult situations and, mm-hmm. um, 
in many different ways. Um, and they are, they are truly doing the pro-life thing of caring for these women as, as we want to support them. And as we always say, you know, we care, we want to love them both. We want to be able to care for them both because as as much as we want to save these babies Mm -hmm. from abortion, we want to make sure they're also in homes that can take care of them. Mm -hmm. And they're with loving families who are prepared and equipped, um, to love those children. Right. And that goes hand in hand. So we're excited to pursue um, an increase in that funding. Um, and that'll hopefully happen in the next couple months as the budget starts being worked out um, over at the city house. Yeah. Um, the last piece of legislation that is in our So this is another piece of information that would be given to a woman when she goes in and is prescribed a chemical abortion like Mifeprex. Um, This information is really crucial because a lot of women will come out of those having taken the first pill. It's a two pill regimen taken the first pill and begin to regret her decision Mm -hmm. and, and doesn't know what can be done at this point Mm -hmm. is and and oftentimes if she asks the abortion mill they'll tell her nothing can be done Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's simply not true there are options for these women and doing that is is a very simple way it's Mm -hmm. simply just a prescription of progesterone a natural Mm -hmm. naturally occurring hormone within the woman and we have information on our website about how that process works but um, through several different studies, it's been shown that this process is 66% effective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, and so really, uh, we are really pushing for this act because, um, like Jessica was saying, the progesterone that's blocked with the first pill of the abortion regimen um, can easily be given to women. In the New York Times, they were talking about um, this sort of new information about abortion pill reversal and a pro-choice OBGYN even said, he said, if my daughter came to me and said she accidentally took the first pill of a chemical abortion, I would give her, you know, 300 milligrams or whatever it is of um, progesterone and have her take it for a certain amount of time. He said it's, it probably would work. Um, and and that is scientifically been proven to work. And um, like Jessica was saying, a naturally occurring drug in, in pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um it's an important piece of legislation for women to know that they have an option. I'm mm-hmm. a great person to check out for this. If you're, you're obviously on Facebook now, um, Rebecca Buell is a woman. She calls herself an abortion pill reversal mom. Her, um, her, I think her son is five maybe now. Um, and she had the abortion pill regimen and then um, regretted it, called the abortion pill reversal hotline. Um, and now her son is alive today um, to tell the story. So um, it's really cool and actually exciting and that's based out of Columbus with our friends at Heartbeat International. Mm-hmm. So more information about that can be found at abortionpillreversal.com or once again on our legis- on our website. If you go to the Legislative Action Center, um, there's more information about that, that legislation yeah. there. So, yeah, we're excited about what we're going to be pursuing in 2019, 2020. Um, you know, we're, it's going to be a crazy <laughs> um, but we need your help. So please, um, you know, share this video on Facebook what we're doing, share our links about what our legislation is going to be um, on other social media platforms or from our website, because we want people to know what's next in Pro-Life Ohio and what's next on um, the frontier of protecting the unborn. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really, I mean, we couldn't do it without you guys. Um, the pro-life are really the reason why we do what we do and the reason why we're able to do what we do. Yeah.
Yeah, we're really so excited about this new General Assembly and this new two-year cycle for our legislation about what we're going to be able to get done, um, the lives that we're going to be able to save, the the people we're going to be able to impact, and we cannot do that without you. So um, thank you so much for all that you guys do on a daily basis. Um, Keep up the good fight. Um, It's going to be a great 2019. Yeah, it is. We're excited about it. So we'll keep you posted via Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Um, make sure you're signed up for our email alerts. That's where you'll find out where you would have gotten our press release. Um, and you'll get all of those updates about legislation and what's happening next. So we will see you soon on Facebook. Thanks. Thanks.